Hello, everyone. You're listening to Positive Thinking Mind Radio. I'm your host, Mike, from PositiveThinkingMind.com. This is a podcast and community where I share with you tips to improve your mental health, help you cope with your anxiety, and teach you to have a better outlook on life. We'll learn ways to turn our negative thoughts around and look at life in a positive light. I want to inspire you and help you have the best life possible. Thanks for joining me today. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome. I'm Mike from PositiveThinkingMind.com. And today we're going to talk about emotional eating, how to stop emotional eating, and what emotional eating is. One of my amazing listeners asked if I would talk about this, and I want to say thank you for the great suggestion. And I hope this helps you and others that may be listening. Do you find that when you're upset or stressed, you race to the pantry and reach for food several times a week? It's common to find comfort in food, which is called emotional or stressed eating. When you're stressed, sad, or angry, these uh, negative emotions can trigger bad eating habits. Now, with emotional eating, I'm not suggesting you never eat for emotional reasons, but when you eat for emotional reasons, you choose it, and it doesn't feel like it's just happening to you. For example, if you go to your friend's birthday party and want to have a piece of cake, have that piece of cake. You're eating that piece of cake not because you're hungry, but because you're eating it for an emotional reason. You're eating that piece of cake to celebrate your friend's birthday. This type of emotional eating isn't what we're going to discuss today, so I'd like to start by defining and going in-depth about emotional eating. Before we do that, I invite you to check out my courses, where I show you ways to make a shift to move forward instead of being held back, stuck, and frustrated. You'll learn to build your self-esteem, think more positively, and be happier. You can find all my fantastic courses on my website, which is positivethinkingmind.com slash courses. That's positivethinkingmind.com slash courses. And I want you to be all you can be in this life by changing how you think and feel about yourself. So what is emotional eating? Many of us are emotional eaters. I'm an emotional eater at times, and I've learned emotional eating runs in a cycle. And those feel-good foods we reach for make us feel worse. You feel stressed, emotional, negative, bad about yourself in some way, and then you turn to something that comforts you, like ice cream, cookies, anything that tastes good to you that you enjoy, and you sit on the couch mindlessly munching away through that whole bag of chips. You feel good while eating, you get that dopamine hit, the feel-good hormone in the brain. Everything feels good, and you feel better, right? Then later on, that feel-good food makes you feel worse. You feel stuffed and bloated, and the food you just ate is hanging there in your stomach. The sugar is now making you feel lethargic, and your mood is dropping. This is what happens with emotional eating. You get caught in this cycle, where you feed the feelings, and then your body begins to tank. Your mood goes down, your stomach is bloated, and then you feel wrong and ashamed, and then you feel like a bad person because of what you just did. That's what happens with emotional eating. We realize we're emotional eating when we're not hungry, and a reaction might be to get angry at ourselves and criticize ourselves. The problem is, when you beat yourself up, you lose access to yourself. Fortunately, there are steps to assist you in keeping your emotions from becoming diet damaged. So how do you stop emotional eating? First, you need to get down to the root cause. You may have had a bad day at work or a fight with a friend or a spouse, and these are all short-term issues. Emotional eating can stem from more significant issues, including depression, long-term anger, chronic stress, and other concerns. 
If any of these apply to you, exercise, stress management, or counseling may help you along with techniques we'll discuss. So here are some strategies to stop emotional eating. While you're eating and filling yourself with comfort at the moment, eating from negative emotions often leaves us more upset than before. The strategies we'll discuss can help, but you need to find the source of your emotional eating. So number one, cope with stress in another way. Often the first step of emotional eating is to find another way to deal with your negative emotions. You could read a book, write in a journal, or relax, and just decompress from your stressful day. Right now, your brain is trained that when it's stressed, you reach for food. It'll take time to find and get used to another form of stress relief, so give yourself some patience and forgiveness and see what works best for you. Number two is take your worst snack out of the pantry. They won't be readily available to eat if you take the food out of the pantry and out of the house. This is a good thing because overeating processed foods can raise your cortisol levels, a stress hormone. Replace them with healthier foods like keeping a bowl of fruit on the table instead of candy or cakes. It's been found that when fruits and veggies are easy to access, you're more likely to eat them. If you're craving a salty snack, try popcorn with only salt and oil. This will give you the whole grains needed to boost the feel-good hormone serotonin and antioxidants to boost your immune system. Number three is get moving. Instead of sitting down, watching TV, and grabbing a snack, get up and do some exercise. Go for a walk or a run down the block. Take a hike down a trail or hop on your bike. Whatever it is you like to do, do it and keep active, especially in those emotional moments. Next is try meditation or yoga. Many people find relief and calm when they practice meditation or yoga. According to some studies, mindfulness meditation is a good treatment for emotional eating. You could try searching YouTube for free guided meditation, deep breathing meditation, or even try yoga to calm stress and anxiety. Number five is find support. During your moment of anxiety, depression, or sadness, when these emotional moments happen, it's easy to want to isolate yourself and be by yourself. Resist the urge and call a friend or family member. Talking with them can help your mood. You can find a support group, talk to your doctor, or find a counselor or coach to help you identify the emotions and how they lead your hunger and wanting to eat. So today's takeaway is to focus and put your mind to changing your emotional eating habits. Don't buy processed food like cake and cookies. Replace them with healthier options like fruit or popcorn when you have a craving. Initially, Food may ease your emotions, but managing the feeling behind your hunger is most important longer term. Find alternative ways to deal with stress, do mindfulness meditation, exercise, and find help from friends and family. If you are having trouble and need a little assistance, don't hesitate to ask for help. Doctors, counselors, and coaches want to help you grow and better yourself. I want to thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more about building your self-esteem and bettering your life, I encourage you to check out my courses at positivethinkingmind.com slash courses. Remember, you're amazing, you're awesome, and I want you to live life to the fullest. It doesn't matter what other people think of you. Who cares what they think? It's what you think of yourself. I believe in you, and I want you to believe in you. Stay positive, friends.